Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. They use it to push a far-left political agenda in this country that is not only destroying our schools and damaging our kids, but is destroying and damaging our culture. Based on faulty premises. How did this happen? And I just think it's, again, it's a part of the decline of all things that were once rather sacred. But we ha- we are having our young people absolutely indoctrinated in both public education and higher education. Correct the record of what is truth and what is fiction. God's seed has a root structure that's incorruptible and you might not see green for many years. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles on the American Family Association blog, The Stand, at Olive Tree Views, at LifeSiteNews.com, on WorldNetDaily, WND.com, and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to check out my book, which is written especially for teens, and it's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. And you can learn more right on our website at MissionAmerica.com. Well, the kids are off to school, and you are wondering, perhaps, what kind of year they will have. You're wondering, have you given them everything they need, and what do they need out of school? Well, there is that one thing. It would be really great if they would get a truthful, academically-based education that doesn't include hypersexualization, privacy violations, smashing of American patriotism, and hatred of Christianity. How about that for a start? If you send your children to a public school, this is quite likely some or all of this is the atmosphere and the learning that your children are likely to face. We need to be honest about this, folks. There is some monitoring that needs to go on. And what can you do? What can you do to clean up your school this year? Well, I have an article on my website, admissionamerica.com, that's called How to Clean Up Your School. And I know that these are big dreams and some of these are enormous issues, but you know what? We have an opportunity. There is outrage simmering in this country over what the left is trying to pull in so many ways, and you're seeing it more and more in public schools. We have an opportunity, and I'm about to 
to go through some of those with you. So here's my list. I will not be able to get through all of them probably. Um, I'll start in this segment and go to the next segment and we'll see. But uh, these are some big chunks to bite off, but we should dream big dreams, I think. So let's start with number one. The first change needs to be in ourselves. And I don't know where you are on this. I don't know how brave a person you are normally, but here's the issue. If you have been putting off reading the school's policies, your child's curriculum, what they're being expected to learn, the book lists, the school newsletter, and on and on, you need to start doing it and do it as soon as possible. Then say a prayer for wisdom for guidance and for courage and find like-minded parents who think like you do, who have Christian values and who will join you being watchdogs and warriors and bravely standing up for your child's future. Let's face it, folks. These are your children and you don't get a do-over. Evil ideas and deception implanted in your child is very hard to undo. And sometimes, most of the time, in public schools, you will not know. And it comes from all directions. One big thing you could do is make the decision to move them to a Christian school or to homeschool them. But if that's not an option, then research courage and vigilance are your assignments, parents. So the next thing I would say, and I'm going to just, even though this is enormous, we can start to make some inroads. Get rid of the teachers' unions in your school. They are ruining every single local school, and they are ruining our country. The NEA, the National Education Association, is the largest union, period, in the country. They have enormous money, and it all goes to left-wing causes. Teachers and staff in your school do not have to belong to the NEA or, in Ohio, the OEA, the Ohio Education Association, or any state or even local affiliation of that far left extremist group any longer. There's a Supreme Court decision that made it easy for people to exit these unions and not have to pay them what is called your fair share fee or whatever. Lot, a lot longer issue there, but they do not have to belong. And we need to encourage teachers to get out of the NEA. The problem is, is at the local level, your teachers are being arm twisted to stay in the NEA. What you need to find out is who are the leaders. Call your school and find out you want to know from the school board the list of the delegates to the State Education Association in Ohio. It's the Ohio Education Association and the delegates to the NEA. And then start emailing these teachers and ask them, what do you support? Do you support the pro-abortion, pro-LGBTQ platform of the NEA? The gender confusion even advocated to elementary school children? and all of their affiliations with pro-homosexual groups and causes. How about do they support, these teachers who are delegates, do they support the defiance of federal law? That's right. The NEA is in favor of open borders and decriminalizing immigration. So they are endangering our country. And by the way, acting as at least providing a shield for sex trafficking, for drugs, for illegal guns, if we're worried about violence coming into this country, not to mention terrorism. So 
you know, that's the NEA. Do these local teachers support that? Ask them. Put them on the spot. Do they support socialism? The NEA is also going to work with people recommending reparations on the basis of race. The list of revolutionary ideas is just goes on and on. I have an article on our website called, Is NEA Calling for Revolution? Go there and read it and you'll get much more detail. But if they continue to operate and ruin our local schools and education as a profession in this country, they will ruin our country and will wreck your child's mind heart, soul, and body along the way. We don't want that. They can disaffiliate teachers and staff from the NEA. And again, you can find out more in my article on our website. What they can do is form their own local, non-extremist, unaffiliated organization that gives them the key benefits that they most of them join for, which are aspects of liability insurance and professional development. They can do that at the local level. So here's another point that should be done. Find out who the promoters in your school are, teachers and staff who are openly homosexual or gender compromised teachers and administrators and what are they teaching and communicating to kids? One male teacher, middle school teacher, there was a recent article about him in California. The first week of school, he gave out to his seventh grade students flyers on the gender unicorn, and he wants to be called Mix. That's M-X instead of Mr. or Ms. He's obviously gender confused. This is the kind of stuff that you see. We need to find out who these teachers are. Doesn't mean you go knock on their door and harass them or anything like that. But we need to keep an eye on who they are and tell uh, the parents you know so that we can watch what's going on at the schools. Also challenge every special pro-homosexual day or week. Starting in the fall, you will start having Ally Week, Coming Out Week. There will be Transgender Remembrance Day. There might be no name-calling week, which is really ironic because they're all about name-calling every person who objects to homosexuality as a, a hater, a bigot, and even racist, which makes no logical sense. But um, yeah, they don't want any names to be called for people who are involved in homosexuality or who are gender confused. And they shouldn't be uh, referred to with slurs, but we should be able to speak up and object to this behavior. So there's also the day of silence in the spring and, of course, all these so-called pride activities at the end of the year. Many schools do this month by month by month, and it comes up as a surprise on us. Be prepared. That takes me to the libraries, one of the big places that these weeks and special observances, all, of course, pro-homosexual are advertised is the library. They will have displays on homosexual books, homosexual history, LGBTQ history, as they call it. And of course, they, they will never have one aspect of homosexual history, and that is Sodom and Gomorrah. That should be the first thing that they tell people about if they were being truthful, but they won't have that, of course, uh, nor all of the Bible verses that strongly condemn the behavior, not the people, the behavior of homosexuality and gender rebellion. Our kids need to know 
how God feels about that, that is deliberately omitted. So go to the library. Also watch for drag queen events. Most of those have been confined to the public libraries so far, but you're going to see more and more attempts to have them held in the school library and private parents not welcome events for even possibly elementary school kids, but certainly middle and high school kids held often in the library. Watch for this. Schools have no business excluding parents because you know that stuff's going to go on there that is unhealthy, where guidance is going to be given that you would not want your children to receive and is harmful to kids. We have to put pressure on these liberal librarians who think they have no accountability. You need to go in and wander around the library and see what you see. And it's not just the sexuality issues. Do they have divisive racial politics on display like Black Lives Matter, which is all about disrespect and misinformation about law enforcement? Praise for communists. Do they have a display that's of favorable books? Because there are some. Uh, of course, on Che Guevara or Castro or Cuba or communist China, never telling, of course, the horrendous track records of of all those folks and all those nations. So if you start to see anti-American themes uh, or the promotion of high-risk behaviors, call them on it, write letters to the school board and be ready to go to school board meetings many times this coming year. One other thing in the library, look at the publisher Scholastic. They have book fairs and often book fairs in the elementary school feature many, many, many things by Scholastic. Well, they are all about promoting homosexuality and gender rebellion, even to little kids. They have so many publications that do that. They were the the publishers in the U.S. of the Harry Potter series and many, many other pagan alternative spirituality books These folks do not belong just getting an easy entree into all of our schools. What they promote often is very harmful to kids. So Scholastic, the publisher, needs to be ejected from book fairs. So go to school board meetings, and here's the other question you need to ask uh, among all the questions that, that we're presenting here. Are they going to allow boys and girls to use separate facilities showers, locker rooms, be on separate sports teams, or is there another policy in place? Pin them down. And also, in case they pull this on you, it's not true that it's federal law that they have to follow. It was never federal law. It was an executive order of Barack Obama, and it's now been rescinded. It was never federal law. There's been a few court cases, but it's, it's not federal law. And in many states, it's not state law either. So friends, we are going to go over some more of these points that I'm making in this article. Go to missionamerica.com. If you have questions about any of this, I have lots and lots of articles there, which we have gathered over the course of the last few years on all of these subjects. There's a lot of depth there. And if you start reading, your your blood pressure will go up, but you will be prepared. You will be prepared for a lot of what's going on in the local schools. Stay with us. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. We will be right back following these messages. 
Well, friends, the school year is upon us again, and I'd like to remind all you parents and grandparents out there to keep your eyes open and your discernment keen as the kids come home with assignments. Pay close attention to library books and be alert to anything promoting homosexuality, gender confusion, abortion, or misinformation about Christianity. Our kids are so impressionable, and it's our job to speak out if anything is misleading. For background, go to our website at missionamerica.com and take a look. We've got lots of articles and material you may find helpful. And as always, thanks for your prayers and support. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we're talking today about how to clean up your school this year for the benefit of your children and society in general. You know, these public schools are busy churning out, in way too many cases, revolutionaries. And I am not kidding. You probably know some of these kids yourselves. People that want to undermine every aspect of American culture while they are on a course of personal destruction. We do not want that for any individual, not your children, not the kids next door, and not for America. We need to undo some of the damage that these change agents on the left, teachers and their outside allies in some of these far left extremist groups and influences. These folks are busy, friends, trying to use children and the public schools to completely overhaul America and undermine our constitutional liberties and, of course, all vestiges of Judeo-Christian civilization. So we know that some of this might seem like daunting tasks, but you never know. I can tell you about quite a few school situations where the officials and the teachers backed down from plans to implement very controversial programs, policies, or lessons after only one or two parents objected. They do not want publicity about some of this. We need to shine the light of truth in these dark places. And here's another area as I continue the list that I started in the last segment of ways to clean up your school. And these are, by the way, in an article on our missionamerica.com website. But one big area, and I talk about this quite frequently for middle and high schools, but also keep your eye on the elementary schools, this could be happening there as well, is check to see if they are teaching comprehensive sex education, or there is a grade school program called Welcoming Schools, which is produced by the Human Rights Campaign, the largest homosexual group. Welcoming Schools is not precisely sex education, but it promotes gender confusion and same-sex couples as the heads of families. So check on that. But back to comprehensive sex education. There's nothing comprehensive nor education about this. It's all about sex and lots of it. It's X-rated porn-based child sexualization lessons meant to promote abortion and promote the homosexual lifestyle and create gender confusion in kids where none previously in most cases, existed. 
despite their claims that these are evidence-based programs and they are produced by Planned Parenthood, Advocates for Youth, SICUS, and other far-left organizations with lots and lots of money. This is a style of sex education that scorns abstinence. They might mention it, but they mention it with derision. Oh, no one would ever really do that, or you really can't be expected to do that, or you can't be abstinent. You just won't be able to control yourself. That's a bunch of nonsense, and we know it. History teaches that lesson, that plenty of people are able to remain abstinent until adulthood. This also encourages adolescent sexual activity in all directions, including homosexuality. It normalizes all of this, even for sixth and seventh graders, friends. It is not medically accurate. You'll see those talking points in their friends in the media that, oh, abstinence is not medically accurate, and we want medically accurate sex education that's comprehensive in the schools. That's, again, a bunch of nonsense. The reason it's not medically accurate is it hides the real risks. They don't really explore with the kids the possible long-term life damage to a person when they kill another human being through abortion. And of course, the human rights abuse of killing another human being. They don't really explain the risks of contracting an STD through the condom demonstrations that they will have kids undertake. No, it's not medically accurate. It endorses abortion unless we believe that human beings are so easily disposable through abortion, we need to scream loudly and get this Planned Parenthood leftist garbage out of our schools. It is corrupting children and ruining lives. Here's another one uh, on my list. Are the teachers and staff forced to attend pro-LGBTQ acceptance trainings? Trainings for inclusivity? No, these are exclusive programs that exclude the truth and conservative values. So inclusive means the opposite, like most of what you're hearing. Find out by starting conversations with some of the staff about whether they are required to attend these and what then is taught to teachers that must be their new policies. One of them may be this new policy for designating pronouns and making sure that if a child is gender confused, that number one, you start using whatever name that child wants to use whether the parents know about it or not. And number two, you continue to keep that secret if the child is engaging in gender compromise and gender rebellion during the school day and is not revealing this to parents. You continue even on a long-term basis to keep the parents in the dark until, of course, the damage is done. There was a recent article in USA Today, which was stunning that it got in USA Today, but from a very heartbroken dad telling the tale about how the school lined up with his already emotionally troubled daughter to encourage her in this gender confusion, which there was no evidence of at all before, and now she's off to college and Uh, the damage is done, and who knows what the future will hold. So ask around. What are the staff being told that they must now do? And has all this been passed by a policy with open dialogue in the community by the school board? The taxpayers of your community deserve to know what the teachers are being forced to learn and accept behind closed doors. 
Here's another point. What does the school teach about religion? You know, we're all about these days, the public schools are trying to limit the expressions of Christianity in many schools, not all schools. And that's the good news. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But what do they teach about Islam? Often in this politically correct attempt to bend to Islam wherever possible, we don't want lessons being given in public schools about how wonderful Islam is. And we have found that in seventh and eighth grade, ninth grade world history lessons that Islam is presented in a very inaccurate way historically. They failed to reveal the conquest and bloodshed in Islam's past. Some children are required to memorize portions of the Quran or even attend a mosque, find out what's being planned and what's in the textbooks and the portion on religion. So here's the final thing I would say. Be open about your faith and stand up visibly for Christian values in your school. And do not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ and teach your children to do the same. Encourage them to go to the flagpoles on See You at the Poll Day, which this year is September 25th. Consider starting a good news club to encourage people to look at our faith and that there is always a wonderful alternative to all this darkness. We can do what we can and let's try our best, friends. Just remember that with God, all things are still possible. Have a great day.